Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi, I'm Alex Anderson, and welcome to the Quilt Connection with episode number 94. I recently got my Quilters Newsletter magazine, February-March 2009, number 408, and I have to tell you, I was knocked out when I uh, opened to about the center of the magazine, and it was the Reader's Choice Award. First of all, they talked about different people in the industry and perhaps where they are most noted for, and starting off with most influential person in the quilting industry. It's a three-way tie with Carrie Bresenham, Ricky, and myself. I couldn't believe it. So how fun is that? I thought it would be fun to take this magazine and talk about these different people, you know, if I have had the pleasure of really getting to know them. And I mean, all these people here, I just absolutely adore. And I'm so grateful that they're in my lives. Well, first of all, if you don't know who Carrie Bresenham is, well, you've either a new quilter. Well, I'll put it to that. You're probably a new quilter. I'll bet you've heard of Houston International Quilt Festival or perhaps Quilts, Inc. Well, Carrie started this endeavor or is the person that's behind. I don't know if she started it for sure, to tell you the truth, but she is the person, she is the force that is behind these spectacular events. And what I think sometimes gets confused is that you have a quilt market and you have a quilt festival, and she is the president of the whole thing. Well, Quilt Market is held twice a year, once in Houston in the fall, and then Quilt Festival someplace in the spring in various locations in the United States. I mean, it's been in Portland. I think last year it was in Portland. It's in Pittsburgh this next spring. That's right, Carrie. I'm hearing the right spot. The last time it was in Pittsburgh, I flew to Philadelphia But hey, it's because it was all in Pennsylvania, and I have not quite lived down that reputation. And Quilt Market is open to people who are in the business, in the industry. It is not open to the general public. And it's where different fabric manufacturers, pattern people, book people, you know, everybody who has something that basically they're trying to market retail, they go there and they get a booth. And then you've got store owners and distributors and all that that come in from all over the world, literally. And then they shop the different booths and choose what's best for their store. Now, it has certainly grown over the years. And I must say that I was never there during the days of the Shamrock Hotel. But my dear late friend, Margaret Peters, would, has filled me in on the antics of the beginnings of Quilts, Inc. Now, Quilt Festival is a whole nother dig. That is open to the general public. And it's always held in Houston in the fall, right after Quilt Market. And then it's held in Chicago at the Rosemont Center 
in the spring. It is not adjacent to Quilt Market. And then recently, they uh, just started one down in Long Beach. So Carrie is very, very, very influential, though if you have not been to one of these venues, she might have slipped under your radar. But I can promise you that what we're enjoying today, Carrie Bresenhan has had a giganto, huge Mongo part in this whole thing. Now, Ricky Timms, what can I say about him? Ricky and I, as you know, have become partners, business partners with thequiltshow.com. Of course, I knew him before, but I'll tell you, getting to know him on the level that I've gotten to know him is a true gift. As you know, both Ricky, his partner, Justin, John, and myself are a four-way party of a corporation, ARJJ, that hosts the quilt show. And it has just been a miraculous journey, a joyful journey. It's been a hard journey, too. And to get to know these guys on such an intimate level is just fantastic. And I can remember in the beginning of the whole thing, which was about two years ago, we would... um, if anything had to be over like, you know, $500 or $50, we'd have to call and vote on it and this and that. There is such a profound trust now between all of us that we never, you know, take advantage of any sort of situation. But this whole thing has grown. You know, John quit his job with uh, medical insurance, which I think I mentioned in an earlier podcast, to take reign of this whole situation because we needed somebody at the helm of the ship or else the whole thing was going to sink. I, I tell people we were like um, pirates, like bailing in a tin boat. And in all honesty, the tipping point was this Houston. We could see that people had gotten over the anger of me being taken off television, not my choice. Also, they were becoming more computer savvy. So I'm here to tell you folks, the quilt show's here to stay, and we are growing by leaps and bounds. So that is just very, very exciting news. Okay, let's start going down the list. Well, for the most philanthropic quilter, of course, Ami Sims. Ami has been absolutely one of the most courageous people that I've watched in the last several years with um, her mom getting Alzheimer's and then how she chose to handle it. And how Ami chose to handle it was to do this incredible ongoing project where envelope-sized quilts were made and then sold at different large gigano venues like Houston. And I actually have several of them. I adore these little quilts. And she has raised so much money for research for Alzheimer's. You know, it's like this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And she grew into a full-blown sun. So, Ami, we are so proud of you And so grateful that you picked up this cross and ran with it. And equally, we're saddened by this horrible disease that your mother was ravaged with. And now the battle is over. But I know and we know you will continue to run with this. And if you get tired, that's okay too. But it's no surprise that Ami Sims was chosen for the most philanthropic person in quilting. Congratulations, Ami. You earned it. 
and we honor you. Now, the next is a most charitable company in the quilting industry. I wonder if you know who that is. Well, it's Luana and Paul Rubin of eQuilter. They, I don't know the percentages, I heard the number at a quilt mark or festival and was just knocked out. They give a lot of money to charity, and I believe that they take a specific amount of what they make, and boom, there it goes. So this is another company that you will want to support because they are definitely a give-back, pay-back company. So, Luana, congratulations. And, you know, we got to traipse around uh, Switzerland and Germany together with Bernina USA, and it was kind of fun to get to know Luana much better at that. We had some fun dinners together with people yodeling and Swiss chalets and just all sorts of good stuff. So congratulations. Now next is the favorite applique teacher. Well, that would be Ellie Sinkevich. Now I love Ellie. We go way, way, way back. And she is just, you know, the Queen of Baltimore album. In fact, I just screened her show, which will air in mid-February on thequiltshow.com. She has brought all this wonderful, wonderful insight and historical information to quilting, specifically Baltimore album quilting. And I got to tell you, I watched the show and I just had to smile. I took Ellie, I think I spoke about this on the show too, at Asilomar many, 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 many years ago. A whole five-day thing. First day, my brain took in the history. Second day, I was sitting there going, how does this woman know all this stuff? And third day, my brain fried. And so she is just a super wealth of information. And she's also a really neat lady. I've gotten to know her also by going on cruises, and she is just adorable. We love Ellie Sinkevich. She is truly a jewel in our quilting industry. Now, mind you, all of this is in Quilter's Newsletter magazine, um, February, March 09. Oh, gosh, who else is here? Um, Carol Doak for Foundation Paper Piecing, of course. I, I, I don't know Carol very well, but she is a blast from what I hear. And she, how I do know her is from Simply Quilts. And honestly, people, people would come on, we'd have to shoot four shows a day. And so um, it'd be difficult to really get to know them. But I would cert, I think it's very safe to say that she really turned the industry on its ears when it came to foundation paper piecing. She is a bubbly, positive, wonderful woman. Okay, favorite precision piecing teacher. Who else? Sally Collins. I Sally is kind of a neighbor of mine. We're from the same tromping ground. And um, she, if you've ever had a class from Sally, you know her work is perfect. And a lot of her work originally was in miniature. And even if you didn't care about doing small scale or miniature, she was still someone that you needed to take because, man, she would snap up your piecing skills just like that. She um, is doing, I think, larger pieces now, but with very, very small pieces. She has a couple books that are out with C&T Publishing and a DVD 
that at my last girls' retreat we watched, and we just sat there and went, oh, man. So if you've ever had a chance to take Sally, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, she I cannot recommend her strongly enough. And if that's just not in the cards, you may want to check out her books and or her DVD with C&T Publishing. Favorite quilting teacher, sit-down machines, Diane Gaudinsky. I am so lucky because when I was back in the Chicago area for Bernina, they shot me up to Milwaukee to uh, Rosemary's store, and I got a private lesson with Diane Gaudinsky. Folks, she is fantastic. She is the master, in my estimation, of what's going on with domestic machines today. Now, in this class, it became evident very clearly, quickly, that I would never be a Diane Gaudinsky, but also that I needed to buy a horn sewing table. My machine, my Bernina, was set up totally at a total disadvantage, and it was no wonder I couldn't machine quilt. It was just horrible, so I came home called Horn, love these people, gave them my credit card number, and before I knew it, I had this table at my house. And I can't say that I'll ever, again, be anything close to Diane Gaudinsky, but the way it, the table and the machine is set up together certainly, certainly has helped my piecing skills. So if you ever have a chance to take from Diane, well, all these women, all of them, and man, Ricky Timms, they're really, truly so professional, so top-notch that um, I would definitely want to, if they're in your neighborhood, get a class with them. Now, favorite stand-up machine quilting teacher is Linda Taylor. Now, Linda is with Gamel, and the first time I was ever really exposed to Linda's work was her quilt, The Last Supper. And it's a huge quilt. It is quite fantastic. And the quilting on it is unbelievable. Well, Linda Taylor was on Simply Quilts. And I'm going to tell you a story that I don't even think Linda knows. In the middle of taping that show, my daughter called me on the phone, had them stop set. Never, ever, ever had that happened. They pulled me off set. And I went into my dressing room and she was weeping. Um, Her friend had been killed by a drunk driver in a car accident. So I had to pull myself together and get back on there and work with Linda. And honestly, I don't remember very much about the show, but I remember that I had to jack it up a little bit and get through it. And I will tell you something, friends. This is what it means to be a professional. There have been times in all of our lives that people have just spoken about where we've been sick or there's been a family crisis or something and the the show has to go on. And while it is a fantastic lifestyle that I wouldn't trade for anybody, know that I can tell you each of these people can probably tell you a similar story. Last but not least is Lucian Newman, and she actually came up for hand quilting, and that's real interesting to me because we just had her on the quilt show, and she did applique, and she's pretty rock and roll when it comes to applique, too. 
And the other thing that's kind of cool with all of this is I believe every single one of these people, except Diane Gaudinsky, I think we did field pieces, and Luana have been guests on Simply Quilts and or The Quilt Show. Oh, and Carrie we did a field piece with. So it's just great that with technology, there are ways that, you know, we can reach you when perhaps you couldn't do it in person and see these people. So then there was a whole thing on books. But you know what? You need to get the magazine and check it out. I think it's just really quite interesting. Now, the other thing is in the same particular magazine... They are polling readers, and the title of it is Our Readers Matter, and I think the idea is that they want to bring you content that you want, and so there's this survey that you can fill out. I'm looking at it right now. There's about 47 questions, and I would really urge you to do this because, hey, you know, it just is good for all of us, and here's the deal is if you do... Um, fill this out. Three lucky winners will be randomly selected from the completed surveys to receive a colorful iPod Nano and the complete season on DVD of the second season of The Quilt Show with, of course, Ricky and myself. And some instructional quilting videos from Martin Gale and Company and C&T Publishing. So it's certainly worth your time to let Quilter's Newsletter know what you want and what you don't want. Because in the end, we're the ones that are reading it, right? Well, I think it's a fantastic magazine. I had a subscription to this for like forever. And I can't imagine not getting mine in the mail every month. So that's kind of what's inside this issue. I think it's fantastic. Um, the people that were chosen, again, I'm honored and humbled to be in that three-way tie with Carrie and Ricky. And, um, hey, as far as I'm concerned, I'm here to just keep on teaching and keep bringing people into the fold. So until we meet, and we do get around, happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.